I'm Andy Vinker, and this is Fit Pro Radio. Whether you're a fitness veteran or novice, this podcast is for you. I hope to share the good, the bad, and the real to help you fast track your career and help you find fulfillment and passion in the fitness industry. Let's go. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Fit Pro Radio. This is episode 14. And I'm here joined with my amazing friend, the beautiful, the talented, skilled. Oh my gosh, she literally does everything. Fiona Judd. Welcome. <laughs> that was a great intro. Thank you. It gets better. It gets better as the podcast progresses. So. I love it. <laughs> but this is my favorite when I get to like introduce my yeah. friends because I just, I'm like super, I feel super blessed because I have like pretty incredible friends. Aww. And I like want to surround myself with pretty awesome people. And so, guys, Fiona is someone you want to surround yourself with. So, and That's embrace, so nice. you give great hugs. So, embrace like that. Yeah. Also, your personality is I'm wonderful. vaccinated, so you can <laughs> hug me in real life. <laughs> Shout out to, is it Moderna or Dr. Pfizer? Pfizer. Shout yeah. out to Pfizer for this not sponsored <laughs> not episode. Sponsored, no. <laughs> well, Fiona, tell me about yourself. Sure. So uh, I am a fitness instructor. I've been instructing for about two and a half years, so a newer fitness instructor. Um, And I specialize in bar fitness, but I also teach other formats. My newest format is Body Pump, Les Mills Body Pump, which thank you, by the way, for bringing that to a facility in our area, finally. You're so welcome. I knew I wanted to teach it the first time I took a class like two years ago. I was hooked. So I've been teaching that um, for a few months and I teach a little bit of Pilates and I'm also certified in several other formats that I teach, you know, every now and then. So um, I am also a web or a business owner, website owner. Um, I have an online fitness studio. It's very small. <laughs> We're working on that right now, trying to build that. Um, I am a master trainer for a format called Bar Above, so I get to train other instructors. And I've been traveling um, a little bit through Utah as I've started to do that, which has been fun. So I've been as far north as Logan and as far south as St. George. And I also am a fitness trainer on an app called MyQFit. And so they have hired me to... Um, as a contractor to train on the apps. We do videos, we film videos, do social media um, and events. So I have a wellness retreat this weekend. Super awesome. Best job ever. <laughs> I'm going to go stay Literally in Literally getting house. paid to do the dream, right? Yeah, exactly. So um, that's kind of how my career has progressed the last few years um, as I have started really late in the game. I'm in my late 30s. I won't say exactly how old I am. <laughs> But that just goes to show you guys, you can, yeah, 32, (laughs) we'll say that. (laughs) You can start at any time in your life with this. Um, So let that be an encouragement to those of you that might be on the older side instead of not in your 20s anymore, right? (laughs) But I also have five children. Um, They are ranging in ages from four up to 14 Four boys and a girl. <laughs> I was blessed with four boys, and it's total chaos. But, um, and my husband and I have been married 16 years, and he is a, um, uh, an executive. That's the word I was looking for at Boostability, which is a local internet marketing company. So, shout that's out me. to Nathan. Shout, shout out to Easton. Yeah, Easton, the McKay, there you go. Everett, Harrison, Kaisa. <laughs> They're all big fans of the show, so we yeah. want to give them a we want to give them a shout out, especially your four year old. Right. 
he'll be like so surprised to hear your voice over the radio maybe wouldn't yeah. that be cool yeah that'd be awesome yeah, totally. so shout out to you family judd <laughs> um and also what she didn't what you didn't like share is that you're also a singer she also grew up a dancer <laughs> and so something that's really awesome is like you took you were able to take all these skills that you've developed in your mm-hmm. whole life and smush them all into right. such a different space right? yeah absolutely yeah I do feel like this is the perfect career for me because it allows me to use my music training yeah. and my dance training my performance <laughs> yeah exactly so it's it's really awesome that's so awesome and so yes just like Fiona said for those of you who are like maybe teetering on the idea of like I want to be a fitness instructor but maybe you know it's like I've already like established myself as like a mom or a career person or whatever Mm -hmm. it may be you this is like the best I can't even call it a job like a jobby Mm -hmm. like it's a hobby Hobby that you get paid for you get paid for and (laughs) you feel awesome it like is so fulfilling and super awesome and you can come from any background Mm -hmm. and do something like fitness yeah it doesn't matter what you look like yeah how old you are how young you are yeah you just have to love it yeah that's true (laughs) if you don't like it maybe don't do it (laughs) if they don't like it they're probably not listening to this it's true true but shout out to you if you are if you are listening and you don't really like fitness but it's fine (laughs) thank you for listening we're glad you're here we're glad you're here there's room for you too um but today i'm super excited because we're going to be talking about how to level up as an instructor um and something i always brag about like if you listen to one of my first episodes I even mentioned Fiona and so it's taken me forever to get you here my fault not your fault (laughs) (laughs) but um I mentioned Fiona as one of these like awesome instructors she's actually on my team at Pleasant Grove um and she blew me away the first time I saw her teach I was like how my gosh she's like crazy skilled she must be in the game for so long and then you told me you're like yeah I've been doing this for like two years and like it was a year at it that was a point, year I probably think. yeah it was not very whoa long. yeah and I'm like, but it was mind-blowing to me because then you were not only just wanting to like pursue like a fitness class mm-hmm. you're like oh and i'm gonna be a master trainer oh i'm probably we're gonna be a personal trainer and now you are mm-hmm. and you have immersed yourself in fitness which a lot of people you know it's like awesome that you're in a space in your life that you can do that I know a lot of people struggle with the idea of being like well I can't do that right now which is fine yeah but it's like what other opportunities can they seek and what other things can you be doing to level up as an instructor because you can you know like in any in any phase of life um but the fact that you took the fitness bull by the horns and you're like I'm going to make this career (laughs) my own yeah it's like it was it was kind of amazing And I've said it in a few episodes before, like, when we become fitness instructors, we're, like, cracking the door open to possibilities. Mm -hmm. But when you immerse yourself in opportunities through education, through putting in the work, like, you are busting down doors. Mm -hmm. Like, you have all these opportunities, like, being a bar master trainer, Mm -hmm. being on the mic you, going to, like, fancy getaway retreats. (laughs) But it's, like, amazing that you can do that. And so tell me first... What inspired that? Like, what what made you want to go all in? Because so, that's scary. <laughs> yeah, it is scary. Um, so I, it part of it is my personality. Um, my husband will tell you that when I decide to do something, I do it. <laughs> all the way. <laughs> and I, I go all the way on things. And 
Um, part of it is because I've, I felt like I had found something that I was good at and passionate about enough to like motivate me to keep going and keep going and keep going. And if you're not in Utah, you, you may not have experienced this, but the, the Utah fitness scene is, it's big. Like it's, it's easy. It's competitive. It's easy to feel like a little fish in a big pond. And I use that feeling to motivate me. So I was like, I know, and I, I will be the biggest fish. (laughs) Well, not the biggest, but I I was like, I need, I want more opportunities. So I, I was seeking out more opportunities and, um, just, you know, I wanted, I remember I just wanted a class. Like I just wanted one class, you know, and then I wanted two and then I wanted three. And so I just, anytime I saw, you know, I, I went and signed up for the emails to notify me of any jobs in the fitness area and just anything that I could think of to do to get myself out there, get my name out there. Um, and like, I'll go into like, you know, I have six specific things here that I did. Um, but I think it really just comes down to, I was passionate about it. And I, I honestly, I, I had my last two kids, um, really close together. And I felt like I had been cooped up in my house for like two years, changing diapers. And I was just ready to get out and like feel, you know, like myself again and have something that was just for me instead of, you know, just being a mom, which that's not anything against anyone who loves being a stay at home mom, but I am not, it's not me. Like I can't just stay at home with my kids. I have to get out. I have to be with other adults. I have to socialize. I have to interact. So honestly, I think it kind of brought me out of a mild postpartum depression. Uh, just pure, like I, I need something for me. And now as I'm working so much more, I've realized that I need to be a working mom. Mm -hmm. I'm a happier mom when I'm a working mom, when I'm contributing to the family income and having time away from my family, I feel like I'm more um, engaged with them and like more refreshed with them after. So yeah, that's kind of a a long answer, but (laughs) no, we love it. Okay. And, and I think it's too, like, I think it's really important to be able to have that thing for yourself that Mm -hmm. you do by yourself for yourself. Yeah. Um, I think it helps you stay in touch with who you are and Mm -hmm. who, and I think it's amazing. Like some of my favorite things for those who didn't know, like I do bodybuilding, I teach fitness and, and being able to watch my kids watch me do something bigger than me. Yeah. I'm like, you don't have to wait to do anything or like to leave, you know, like kill your dreams or like do something. And I think our kids are, will only be inspired when we be, when we pursue what makes us happy. Right, while they're young, yeah, and impressionable, and they can see it, and you didn't wait around to make it happen. <laughs> but if you did wait around, it's okay. If you, as long as <laughs> you like to make late. it happen, um, as long as you're not afraid, because mm-hmm. I think that's a huge thing. Is we start telling ourselves these stories of, it's too late. I'm a mom. I can't do this. But I think it's amazing that you shared that. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I want to start too, like at the bare bones. Where did you start? Because you didn't start yeah. off. Guns a blazing. Right? No, I. It took I just me did finger guns for those. It who took me. See. She did. It was <laughs> awesome. It took me six months to get my first class. Six months, you guys. So I'm just putting that out there. It's if you're in Utah, <laughs> you're not going to just get handed a class. It's true. Very likely. You have to. Earn um, it. You have to earn it. So my first certification was Zumba because that's what I loved at the time. I loved Zumba. I did Zumba for ten years as a participant. It's what I did to lose my baby weight every time until 
my last one, I finally start, started working with a personal trainer and lifting weights. And then I was like, lifting weights is awesome. So, But I was a cardio junkie. Um, and I, I have that dance background. And I actually have a minor in ballroom dance. And so for what? me, Zumba was like, I know, random. That's awesome. Yeah. So Zumba was my thing. And so, of course, I that was my first certification. But there's, you know, so many Zumba instructors in my area. And so I every time I would audition for a class, I would never get it, you know, and I felt like I was a solid instructor. I mean, I knew I had things to work on. I actually taught a free Zumba class at my church building for like three or four months. Which is a great way to start for yeah. those of you who haven't gotten a job yet. Yeah. So I knew I needed experience. I mean, they want experience. Yeah. And so that's what I did as I was teaching these free Zumba classes. But um, I never, you guys, I never got a Zumba class to this day. I've never had my own Zumba class. Should have told me. <laughs> well, <I should've> <laughs> yeah, and I honestly, it was. I'm so glad I found bar and was so passionate about that because if that was the only format that I was passionate about, then I don't know what it would have happened. I, you know, I would have been like, well, I guess I'm not supposed I to be an instructor, yeah. right? But, um, but I never did get one. But it uh, it made me realize that I needed more. There, you know, I needed to either expand myself or, you know, I don't know something, something needed to change. Um, and so that's kind of how I got started into seeking out more, um, education is because I knew like, if I'm going to get hired as an instructor, it's not going to be because I'm just teaching Zumba Mm -hmm. because they have so many. And I, I remember my first time auditioning for, for one of the big box gyms. Um, there were like 10 or 12 Zumba people and, and you know, a lot of high fitness and not a lot of anything else. And I thought, hmm, okay, I need to do something besides, yeah, besides those two. these popular <laughs> formats, right? So that they know that I can teach other things and that's probably how I'll get hired. And that was absolutely the correct thing to do was to seek out other formats. So I just started taking trainings and I, I did, let's see, I'm trying to think bar was my second training. Um, I got my AFA, so that was huge to get my my national group fitness certification because then you have that extra thing in your pocket that they're like, hey, she has this national certification. So, um, and then I did Strong by Zumba, um, personal trainer. Um, I I did a HIT training called Extreme Hit Chaos, um, Balatone. So I just started adding all these other formats and. Um, and that just, you know, makes you so much more versatile. So, well, it's having like a lot of tools on your belt. Mm -hmm. And also I think it's like good to mention that you didn't just pursue like a bunch of random ones. Yeah. You pursued ones that you were interested in and that Mm -hmm. were kind of in your wheelhouse. Like you're like, I like strength. I have a dance background. Yeah. And so even if you don't have anything like a specific like dance background, for example, Mm -hmm. Just picking something that you're interested in, which yeah. is also great reason to go out and try a bunch of classes, yep. not just the one that you like, the one thing you love, Yeah. especially if it's super popular. Right. Because chances are, if it's super popular, all the slots are filled mm-hmm. and it's going to be really hard to get your foot in the door. Yeah. And that's a good point too, because you might find, you might be interested in certifying something and if you go and try it first, like I went and, and did a spin class. And I realized I did not want to teach spin. <laughs> so my legs don't it go might like go that. the other way. You might be like, "Ooh, yeah, that one's not for me." Because I was I was seriously considering it, and then I was like, "Ooh, I feel like I'm dying when I'm in spin class." So I really don't think I'd have the energy no to, to teach it to. <laughs> so I knew that one wasn't one of the ones I wanted to pursue, and I maybe will eventually. But you know, I wanted to start with the things that 
I felt passionate about that. I was like, yeah, I could teach a really great bar class or a really great strength class. So, um, yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. T- take the classes. Take the classes. <laughs> well, even then, like I certified for spin. Mm-hmm. Guess how many spin classes I've taught? Zero. Zero. <laughs> Zero. Because guess how passionate I am about right, spin. Exactly. And so you also want to be like selective about where you're putting your money. Mm-hmm. Because it's like for me, I just kind of went and jumped in being like, I'm 100% this like fitness junkie. Yeah. I'll do all the certifications. If you look at my resume, it's ridiculous. And yeah. my husband looks at our taxes and he's like, ridiculous this is out of control (laughs) but it's like I love learning and I feel like you can learn from any format but you can you can and like there's always something different to learn and you can apply it to what you teach absolutely every time I take something away every time even from spin Mm -hmm. I learned a totally different world of core core engagement right yeah but I'm not lit up about it. Mm -hmm. And so I'm never going to put that investment to use. Mm -hmm. And so I would start like definitely go to classes and find something that like kind of lights you up a little bit. Yeah. Or else it's going to be a first kind of like a waste of money a little bit. Yeah. Because again, you can learn, but if you're not going to use it, Mm -hmm. that's like a carpenter buying a bunch of tools to sit in the dust, like not going to help anybody, not going to serve anyone. And so explore all your options because there's so many in fitness. Yep. So you had some, your top six. Yes. Your top six (laughs) um, secrets. (laughs) So kind of leveling up as an instructor. And so let's, I want to break them down if that's okay. Okay, Okay, sure. So tell us your number one. And if you guys have like a notebook, maybe like a hot cup of beverage or something, like snuggle in, grab a blanket. It's kind of summer. So actually go outside, put on a bathing suit. And sit a cold beverage. Sun. And some sunscreen. Sit in the sun. Yes, absolutely sunscreen. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe like just take notes because these are super, super awesome. I actually had Fiona share these with our team. Mm-hmm. And so let's go. Let's okay. Do it. Number and one. And we've, we've covered some of these, but oh, I'll, nice. I'll just make sure I'll, I'll hit them all again. So one, practice. Practice. Practice, practice in front of a practice. mirror, but also video yourself uh-huh. and, and that's something and don't look at yourself when you're doing I would say like video yourself not in front of a mirror too yes yeah facing the camera away from your mirror um that was when I was learning how to teach Zumba that was the toughest thing and I knew it would be I, that's why it, it took me so long to say okay I'm gonna be an instructor is because I was like I am a mirror facing person I'm a, I was raised a dancer I like to look at myself in the mirror that's how I can figure out you know, I'm a kinesthetic learner. So Mm -hmm. if I can do the movement and then I can watch myself doing it and see if I like what I see, you know, so being able to turn around and and face away from that mirror, um, (laughs) scary. It's very scary, (laughs) very uncomfortable at first. And so practice, 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 like at first in the mirror, but then yes, turning away face and then video yourself, face your camera and teach um, it all out, teach it all out. You, and if you're teaching a verbal cued format, you need to listen to yourself cue verbally because you, I, I would listen back to myself when I was a new instructor. And basically all I was doing is counting numbers and saying, woo woo. Good job. Good job guys. A couple more. <laughs> and they need more than that. You know, I mean, it's great if you can count them through. Yes, that's important, but they really need, they need more. So, and there's a lot more um, useful information that you can be giving to your class. Now, if you're teaching a visually cued format, you know, then watch your visual cues in the video and make sure that you're giving them far enough ahead. Like, could I follow myself? Yeah. Yeah, If I do it, do it along with yourself. Pretend like you're the student and you're watching yourself as the instructor. Would you be able to do it along Mm -hmm. with yourself or would you be lost? (laughs) So, um, and then also practicing with 
people if you can. So that's why I started doing that free class. Like I said, got so much good practice and feedback and I could tell, I could, you know, see when they were not picking it up, I knew I needed to work on like that. There's partic- something I'm not mm-hmm. doing to yeah. communicate this. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes it was a specific song. Sometimes it was consistent with a specific move that I wasn't very good at cueing. And so I learned a lot just by watching those people, those three or four people. Like I always tell my like newer instructors, my first experience teaching was to junior high kids. Mm-hmm. I, cer- I certified on a Saturday, taught on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Whoa, nice all day for two days straight. Wow. Huge mistake. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but honestly, I was thrown into the fire, surrounded by kids that have no body awareness. Yeah. Junior high kids, a lot of times, don't know how to move their bodies exactly. unless they're athletic. Right. Which not a lot of kids are. Mm-hmm. I was kind of surprised. But also, I was like, I wasn't athletic. Why am I so surprised? Um, yeah. But... Going and teaching complete beginners was the best way for me to realize, like, okay, if they're not following me here, I need to fix something and Mm -hmm. adjust it so they can feel successful. And so, yes, absolutely get as much practice as you can in and teach beginners because Mm -hmm. you'll find that for the rest of your career, you will be teaching beginners in every format. Like I, I have taught in universities where I have the exact same class for a full semester and there are still times when like somebody struggles yeah somebody still isn't aware of how their body moves right so we're always 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 having to remember to teach to the one person so they can feel successful and yeah. everyone else will too exactly even if it's like a quote intermediate class there mm-hmm. should always be focus on the one person that has never exercised before yep, <laughs> yep. But, yeah. absolutely All right, number two is education. So we talked about that. Um, I would highly recommend if you're serious about instructing and you don't have a national certification to put that on your radar. Mm -hmm. Um, Because again, a lot of facilities don't require it, but it does give you that extra um, edge above the competition. You know, when they're looking at two people who are both really good instructors, but one has their national and one doesn't. I mean, I don't know. You're a director. Yeah. Who are you going to pick? Yeah. Then one with national. Right. So I, I kind of went right for that. That was like my second or third um, certificate that I got. And then, like we said, we're looking at other formats that we can certify and things, other things that we might enjoy. So I tried other classes and then the ones that I like, I really love strong by Zumba. I was like, I'm going to try that. So I did that one, you know, and so just looking for um, educational opportunities and you guys right now is such a good time 100%. because one it's everything summer is virtual you know, everything is virtual <laughs> right so one is summer like, our classes <laughs> are our classes are smaller we have you know we have more time to kind of be thinking about ed- educational opportunities kids are out of school you know we can maybe make that work a little bit better but two everything's virtual so mm-hmm. um you have no excuse, you know, <laughs> go. And a lot of places are, you know, really wanting, um, they've been hurt through COVID. So they're wanting to get lots of people in their trainings. And so they're, will, they're just doing, they're, there's discounts happening. You know, I mean, I got my Les Mills body pump for a steal because <laughs> it was Black Friday deal, you know. So <laughs> people looking for deals, looking for, um, you know, virtual opportunities that maybe you wouldn't normally, like, I do love a good in-person yeah. certification. So if there's one, I would say for sure do it in person, but if not so many virtual opportunities right now. So, so um, and then do consider a personal fitness trainer certification. Even if you don't want to train, you do, do the personal training thing. Again, it's extra knowledge and, and information in your pocket. 
So I refer to that a lot as well. So having both of those, I think really helped kind of like boost my skills as an instructor. You learn a lot about just working with different types of, you know, fitness levels and um, just, you know, basic things. Yeah. Different bodies, different. um, Um, What's the word I'm looking for? like modifications yeah yeah you, for like pregnancy you're like postpartum way prepared mm-hmm. versus yeah. a lot of certifications like like i said my my list is obscene but only my personal training one covered how to work with someone postpartum yeah how to work yeah. with someone that is expecting well because a, a lot of certifications are maybe one or two days yeah and, and they, they don't have a ton no. of space and so we've got to get all of those fundamentals in and and this t- allows you to kind of go at your own pace um, so I did AFA is who I did mine through. And yeah. then my personal fitness trainer is through, um, AFA as well. And now I'm working on a nutrition one because, mm-hmm. Hey, why, why not? not? Yeah. You know? <laughs> so yeah, I would say any of those, um, opportunities to get more education and you need, you know, once you have that AFA certification or that ACE certification, you need to be in order to keep it current, you need to be getting education every year anyway. Sure. So, um, so I'm always looking for opportunities to, um, get some CECs and, you know, put more knowledge into my back pocket. So, so absolutely yeah. quick recap. It doesn't have to be an expensive certification, no, but things that we definitely recommend are your group fitness, national group fitness. Mm-hmm. And there's like ACE, AFA, ISSA, same SCW. with an SCW. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a ton in ASM (laughs) NASM is one of the, like, I will say like, if you do personal training through NASM, it is a lot more medical. I would look into other options unless, because it's actually created for like medical students, athletic trainers. I know I did it and I'm like, this is a lot of big words. I'm doing my nutrition (laughs) through NASM. It's really good. It's a lot. It's a lot. And there are very medical and that's why they're like top of the tops. Right. But there are others that have just the same credibility for, with a lot less, with more, what's the word I'm looking for? More functional, Mm -hmm. like in-person training Mm -hmm. versus like athletic trainers. Right. Um, But if that, it's a great thing to learn because then again, you're diving deeper into how to work with someone with injuries, how to work with, and how to be really creative on the fly with people that, you know, maybe you're we haven't been ready for right yeah. pregnant mm-hmm. postpartum yeah because there's a lot of stuff that yeah. like and even back injuries about <laughs> just learning about the body yeah you know all the different muscle groups and how you know muscles work together in agonists and antagonists mm-hmm. and you know all those different all like big words right <laughs> <laughs> um and tra- planes of motion and mm-hmm. things like that like you don't you get like a little bit of that in a one-day training but not enough to where it really sinks in yeah so just like just enough to memorize it yeah for the test, yeah, for the <laughs> test. One. but definitely check out those um and and of course we didn't mention this one but like cpr is like a basic one oh, that i feel yes. like everyone should yes have. I've had a lot of scary experiences. Like I've had classes where I've had someone have a heart attack. Ooh. I've had a seizure in my class. Oh it's, my gosh. I've had scary stuff in my classes, guys. Mm-hmm. And so if I was not prepared for those moments, like I don't know what would yeah. have happened. I would have yeah. just like frozen. And so being able to also be prepared for something like that, like the worst case scenario through mm-hmm. a, like what? They're like now a 12 minute training Just it really, it's, it's like a three no, hour training take, yeah at the most it, but it's virtual now too another <laughs> virtual and so you don't even have to like do the although it, the i think it'll be good when it goes back to in person because that helps mm-hmm. to like put your hands on a dummy and be yeah. like okay especially that's like the baby like. ones yes you don't really like work with babies in your fitness no. class but it's great information and you yeah. never know when you're gonna need it yep 
And so if you haven't done that, definitely do that and ask yeah. your your directors where all the emergency like AEDs and stuff are. Yeah. That's like a side note. Okay. Yeah. What is number three? Number three. Um, find your niche. Find yeah. You're a niche. Niche, <laughs> niche. niche. How do you say your it? niche? Comment um, below. Let us know. <laughs> where do you shine, you know, in, in this world? And again, for me, it took me a minute. I thought it was gonna be Zumba. But when I found bar, that was my knit, my mm-hmm. niche. I know, I know, both. <laughs> there's word. no way to, there's no wrong way to say it. <laughs> and so once I found that, I could really hone my skills, you know, and really start to focus on um, what I was really good at. Yeah. Now that's not to say, I, I'm not saying don't diversify. Because <laughs> you want to. Right. But but if you find that, do, do it. Mm-hmm. Because that's if that's what you're passionate about and you're willing to put the work in you will be successful and it will show yeah absolutely i I remember one of my uh, interesting experience i got hired at a big box gym i'd waited forever to be seen at this gym and i remember i replaced an instructor and it was it was like big drama because she taught zumba and then they replaced me with her yeah and um she was so hurt I, obviously, any instructor being replaced is going to be super hurt, especially yeah. if I've, like, never knew, known her before. Yeah. But my boss told me, like, the reason I'm replacing you to her, the reason I'm replacing you is because I feel like you're so much better at strength formats than you are in Zumba. Oh, okay. And so I want you to, sh- I want to put you in places where you will shine. Yeah. And, like, Zumba, her numbers weren't pulling it. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, that wasn't, that wasn't where she was going to be shining, yeah. right? But the second they put her in body pump. Yep. Her classes were packed Boom. every single time. And so a lot of times too, like your directors are wanting you to find what lights you up. But if you have no idea, like maybe even ask, like definitely ask your boss and be like, where do you think I'm like mm-hmm. killing it? Because yeah. then you can also help hyper-focus your energy there. Um, and it might be awesome to have like that external view of like, oh, maybe I am better at this than I would have thought. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. So it's okay to ask other people. Yeah, and don't be offended. Sure. You can yeah. you can be a little offended because that would hurt. Yeah, <laughs> but being able to take that as like an opportunity to be like, okay, so they're looking out for me and they want the best for me. Yeah, they can see something I can't right now. Exactly. Love that. Okay, number four. Number four. Take other instructors' classes. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it I is. said it. <laughs> there it is. This is something we're big on at the rec. Yes, right? we are. We are so big on it. Tell me why. Um, so a couple reasons. First of all, if you're trying to get a job somewhere, uh, likely you're going to be added to a sub list first. Most of the time you don't get hired and given a class right away. Sure. Um, and so if you're taking these classes and people are seeing your face, then they know you and introduce yourself. Don't just go in the back stand in the back and leave. But also don't stand front and center in front of the instructor. Don't try to draw attention cool to either. yourself, right? So Just go to like middle, middle, like, middle, middle, middle like, yeah. right, left. Um, but meet the people who come to their class, meet the instructor, introduce yourself, tell them that you are, you know, interested in subbing or if you're already hired as a sub that you're available to sub for them. Um, when people come and tell me that they're available to sub, I love that because yeah. sometimes I don't know who to ask, you know, and it's like sometimes it's frustrating to try and find somebody who's available at like 6 a.m., you know. <laughs> 6 a.m. is a hard. That is a hard one. People are always like, I'm not available because you're sleeping. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
that's what I thought. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but letting them know, you know, that's huge. And yeah. then they know and they put your face to your name. Um, but also because as you're taking these other instructors' classes, you are paying attention to how they teach and what they do well. Mm-hmm. And I, I totally steal cues from other instructors <laughs> that's all the, the best, time. That's, that's how we learn. Because if it works for somebody successfully, yeah. why wouldn't you want that? Exactly. Why wouldn't you want to use that? Yeah. Because I like, love that cue. Okay, yeah. I'm totally using that. So it gives you more ideas of how to improve yourself as an instructor, seeing what other instructors are doing right, um, and just, again, leveling up your skills. So, yeah, try, I try to go to at least one class a week. I know that doesn't sound like very much. No, but I teach seven teach to eight classes, classes a week. So for me to make it to one class a week that's not something I teach is a good number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a good, like, goal for me. Um, and, and both formats that you teach and formats that you don't teach. Yeah. Um, so, and, and again, it helps you with your own personal fitness too, to take something that you're not always teaching. So, and I think too, it's like always helpful to remember, like we said before, you can use other people's cues. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. No, nothing is original in fitness, no. No. really nothing. <laughs> and so don't feel bad if you see something that you admire in someone and you're like, that worked, I'm going to use that. Yeah. Um, but then also I think it's important too, to create networking opportunities and community support yes um like there's nothing that like makes me more excited than when i see instructors in my class Mm -hmm. and i know that they're instructors yeah um or i'm teaching and i like see my instructors come to my class like it it makes me feel like first like i have to do my very best right right now because they're all watching um but then also i feel so supported like i feel like okay this was Sometimes it's like still, I still get butterflies when I teach. It doesn't matter if I've taught the same class a million times. Like you still get like those, is anyone going to come today? Yeah. What if no one comes? Yeah. Um, and when you have that support, it feels like, okay, my friends are here for me. Yep. Um, and then it also feels like you guys know how hard it is to teach and you're here supporting me. It just like, I don't know. It just brings a whole new light of like, I, my circle, circle is a lot bigger than I thought it was. Yeah. And it's so important to be able to show up for instructors. And then also you get opportunities to like promote. Like mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh my gosh, like if you haven't tried out Fiona's 6am class, it's tomorrow. Like mm-hmm. you should totally be here. Yep. And then other people that might not see Fiona before will see now her now. they see who now I am. they see who right. she is and they want to try her class. Yeah. So it's a great opportunity not only to be seen, but also to just build that camaraderie yeah. among your team yeah. and be like, I'm here for you 100%. Yeah, yeah <laughs> It feels so nice. Yeah. And I always say it's okay to spend some money, to, you know, to drop in at classes yes. initially when you're trying to get, you know, even just getting a feel for the vibe of a gym. Maybe Absolutely. you don't want to teach there. Maybe yeah. you go, so pay some money, pay to drop in, even if you're not a member, you know, because uh, that was one of my things, like, oh, I'm spending all this money on these drop-in <laughs> fees. Because once you get hired, it's great because yeah. you get in for free. free. <laughs> and, but when you're trying to get hired, you know, you're like, do I buy a membership? Do I drop in? I mean, either one. But it's good to test out a facility a little bit and try yeah. the the classes and try the vibe of the gym before you apply. Yeah. Maybe well, just even, to make I've sure. I've even said that, like, in one of our podcast episodes. Like, I know it's a huge, not huge, but it's kind of a pet peeve. 
when people are like, I've never been to your facility, but, but I want to work, work there. <laughs> How do you like know? <laughs> the audacity almost. Right. It's like, you don't know the people here. You don't know the team. Yeah. You don't know me. Yeah. And so being able to like come and try the facility, like yeah. tell me, tell me who, whose class you went to. Mm-hmm. Tell me what you loved about them. Mm-hmm. Tell them what you loved about them yeah. and getting to know other people because it's true. What if you like go to a gym, you don't really like the vibe and mm-hmm. then you get hired there. Like how awkward <laughs> you'll never show up. And yeah. that's not fun for anyone. Exactly. So definitely pay the fees, invest a little bit. Just one a week. Yeah. One a week. One a week. All right. Number five is sub, 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 sub and sub some more. <laughs> Be available to sub. It's rough at first because you, your schedule is all over the place. So when I was trying to get my own schedule, I was subbing a ton. Um, I was teaching at dinner time. I was teaching early mornings, you know, just all those times that um, typically subs are needed in, mm-hmm. and not everyone is willing to sub. <laughs> That's what I was subbing. So it was hard on my family for a little bit because, you know, mom was gone. And then the first class I took was actually a 5.45 p.m., which is That's like dinner time, the yeah. worst time for me to teach a class because of my family obligations. Um, so, but I took it because that was an opportunity that was given to me and I tried not to say no to opportunities whenever I could say yes, I tried to say yes. So be available to sub, even if it's not your ideal time, even if it's not your ideal facility, you know, if you get hired and you get asked to sub, try to say yes as much as possible. And again, there's more experience that you're getting. So, um, yeah, just sub like crazy. Yeah. And then also being able to to have that opportunity to be and put yourself in front of different crowds. Mm-hmm. Mind you, being a sub is terrifying. Yes, it is. It is hard. And sometimes you'll have like, I've, I've had classes that like fully walk out when they see I'm not the instructor. They didn't even give oh, me a yes. chance. And yes. that happens. I get that all the time. <laughs> it hurts. You Dead. cry a little bit. I promise I <laughs> I worked so hard to prepare for this class. Yeah. But just being able to have those experiences too, I think toughen up as instructors mm-hmm. and it helps us have a lot of empathy yeah and so when you do have a lot your own class being able to say you know what guys like i'm not going to be here this week but my subs are awesome please yeah. show up please stay the time and Always. please support them mm-hmm. um i think that is such a powerful experience right. that we get when we when we go through and put ourselves through the fire of subbing yes um but again it's more opportunities and i know that as a director i 100 percent reward those who who take time to sub. Yeah. It's like, you're working extra hard to be here. Let's get you a class. Next, next in line. For next in line. Absolutely. Yes. So just know that there's so many benefits to yeah. subbing. Yeah. And, and just ask if you can be added to sub lists. And you know, if sometimes you don't have to actually get hired, like yeah. especially the smaller little fitness studios around here, I subbed and they just paid me as a contractor. And so that's an option too, for, you know, getting your name on a list and being able to get classes that way. So all right, number six is be <laughs> flexible. Be flexible. Be flexible. Literally. So, be yes. physically. <laughs> if you can't hit the splits, that too. you might not make it. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, and by that I mean accept. it's okay to accept classes that are not at your ideal time or jobs that are not at your ideal facility. When I first started, I accepted a job at a corporate facility, which is not where I pictured myself teaching at all. I wanted to teach in like the gym that I've been a member at for years and years, but, but this corporate opportunity came up. And so I was like, sure, why not? I'll try that. And, um, and again, it's another way to get experience. And also 
uh, be willing to accept classes at your non-ideal times. I've said this before, but your first class that you're offered is probably not going to be at your ideal time. <laughs> so, or your ideal day. <laughs> yeah, or your ideal day, right? <laughs> um, and so, but it's okay to accept those opportunities. You're not committing to the rest of your life, mm-hmm. right? So, um, can you make it work? If you can, make it work. Um, and, and it, it might not be the format that you're wanting to teach either. My first class was not a bar class. It was a, a strength format. And I, you know, that's not what I saw myself teaching, but you know, I was willing to accept it. And I learned a lot yeah. from that first class that I took and it helped me again, become a better instructor. So be flexible with opportunities that come your way. Again, it goes back to number five too, subbing, but try to say yes instead of no (laughs) when you you know become like my my friend um Heidi teases me she called she says I have a cushy schedule (laughs) meaning that I always teach at 9 or 9 30 in the morning which for me is my ideal time super nice (laughs) it it is my ideal time because I I'm almost awake and alert and energetic at that time I do have a 6 a.m., which I will probably keep forever because I love that class. <laughs> but so awesome. I couldn't do it every morning. Um, but you may not have that ideal time or the ideal class right at the beginning, and that's okay. You can get there eventually, right? Yeah. And as you get those opportunities that come up, you know, somebody has to leave their class and you kind of step into that class. Um, that's great. But I would say as you're just, you know, starting to pick up your own class or two, it's it might not be your ideal time, and that's okay. Yeah. And that's just part of it. Right. I feel like the more skills you develop and the long, more longevity you have at a gym, the more loyal you are, mm-hmm. the more of those opportunities to choose your schedule or get, or get like those quote prime times yeah. will come. Right. But they're not ever given to somebody that's doesn't have experience right? or somebody that might have less, like you were saying, it's just like if we have two amazing instructors mm-hmm. and one has more education one has more experience mm-hmm. or one has a touch more skill, that's yeah. who's going to get the class. Exactly. Yeah. So take that as an opportunity to empower yourself and give yourself permission to, yeah. to do something else, like add on to your tool belt and, and know that it's going to pay off. Like you're yeah. going to get those primed cushy schedule times <laughs> or you honestly could get to a point where you're choosing your own schedule. Yes. And people want you whenever you want to be there exactly that's what you want that's like when you've arrived (laughs) it takes a second but you get there yes you do yeah so awesome so let's quick recap okay so we said practice practice education find your niche or niche (laughs) take other instructors classes sub a lot and be flexible with opportunities yes and just know that like again this is all process you don't have to do all of this today. Right. But you, like, if you want to, like, be like Fiona, <laughs> hashtag be like Fiona, but, like, being able to create that time, create um, space in your budget for, mm-hmm. to be able to invest in those things, because mm-hmm. it always pays back. Absolutely. Especially if you're looking into something like this. Like, if you really love this and you want to make it more of a career, yeah, invest in yourself. Yep. And put in the work, do Absolutely. the practice, do the scary things, teach mm-hmm. the free classes, and yep. it will all pay off. Yes. Do you have any final words? Uh, just be yourself. Try not to emulate. I mean, emulate, yes. Yeah. Try not to Don't copy, copy <laughs> other people. You're going to have those instructors that you really look up to. Mm-hmm. But you need to find 
who you are as an instructor. And once you do that, your people will come to you. Mm -hmm. And once they find you, they will be completely loyal to you. I have my classes that I've had for at least a couple months. I have regulars. They come every week. And if they're not there, you know, I know I'm (laughs) I'm checking in on them. And yeah, so um, just be yourself and, and just be comfortable in who you are. Yes. And sometimes you might even, I'll just like tag on, you might even have students. I can't tell you how many students I've, when I've taken over a class saying that would say, you're not like this instructor. You should be more like this instructor. And the best, I know it's not kind of crazy. It's happened to me at least three times in my career. I'm like, whoa, that hurts. But instead I said, I love them as instructors, Mm -hmm. but I'm just a little different. Just give me a chance. yeah, Yeah. That's okay. And they always would stay or... Like one, one out of three didn't. And you know what? They were not their cup they, of tea. I'm not their, yeah, I'm not their it's person. Fine. And that's fine. You someone else is. for everyone. Yep. Yeah. And someone else is going to take care of them better yep. than I could. Yeah. And that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to finish, where can people find you? Oh, so um, I'm most active on Instagram, Fit Fiona J. Her Instagram is so good. Oh, and her TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> well, my TikTok has gone by the wayside, isn't it? Um, but I need to put some more stuff on there. But um, And then I have my website, which is fitfionaj.com. And yeah, if you want to email me, I'm happy to have um, other instructors email me. I'm happy to... Uh, mentor other instructors who are newer. That's one of the reasons I became a master trainer. So uh, my email is fitfionaj at gmail.com. So pretty much everything fitfionaj. We love, <laughs> I love a brand. Yes. We love a brand. But no, honestly, and Fiona is someone that's super, super great. When, you, when it comes to mentoring, she's a great teacher. And you. if you want someone to give you like real honest feedback, but then also like super uplifting, again, great to surround yourself with and an amazing person. And so if you want someone like Fiona in your corner, definitely reach out. <laughs> I don't know that you've ever said like, no, I'm not going to work with you because you're always open to help someone. Yeah, I'm always willing to help. So so definitely reach out. Yeah. But thank you so much for being on the show. You're welcome. Thank Thanks you for everyone. having me. This has been so great. <laughs> Podcast. Shout out to Easton again. And we will see you guys on the next one. Bye.